Hi, Jake Fallon. Thanks for listening to the Slippery Slope. Uh, listen, tomorrow I'm going to have uh, Tabitha Rickard on the program. Uh, Tabitha ran for for a seat uh, in the political in the Victorian political system in the last election. Um, Want to discuss some of the issues going on in Victoria at the moment? Uh, I think uh, Tabitha is very very intelligent lady. She will have some good points to make. It'll be a good discussion, I believe, and um, hope you uh, will be able to join us. I want to put that out, uh, so be recorded tomorrow. I'll probably release it tomorrow afternoon. Tabitha Rickard on the slippery slope. Hey, today let's go through what what else is happening with uh, with the Queensland Police. This article here, I think, uh, well, you've probably all heard about it. Now, before before we go any further, too. If you if you're a police officer or you were just not just but you or you are a civilian uh, employed by the Queensland Police Service and uh, you're, you you were um, subjected to this uh, ridiculous disciplinary system that uh, Queensland Police Service had or have uh, especially in regards to the the COVID uh, you know the CV the Charlie Victor. Uh, discipline actions that they were taking. I would get in contact with Sibley lawyers. I'll put a uh, I'll put the link up uh, at the bottom of this episode for for people. Um, it'll be in the description se- section uh, for people to uh, hit on if you haven't already. But look up Sibley lawyer, Sibley lawyers. They are all over this issue, and uh, that would be my recommendation. Let's go through. This article, I just picked out this one that's from The Guardian. Anyway, it says uh, the headline, the Queensland police warned internally multiple times that discipline system was being run in concerning way. So the QPS was warned more than a dozen times that its discipline system was being run in a way that was unlawful. Isn't it funny when you hear of a, uh, a police service doing things that are unlawful, apparently, or... Allegedly. So unlawful, entirely improper and concerning. But they refused to change practices that could ultimately render more than 300 officer misconduct sanctions invalid. I've talked a lot about on this program about how I believe QPS specifically um, don't have very good leadership, uh, not just Katarina, but their whole leadership structure. They don't train, they don't... um, they don't really bring up leaders. They bring up managers, people who just manage situations. Even the way that they, uh, the way that they train people, the the systems that they had in place was all about management. Um, you know, and if you could just follow the bouncing ball, um, you know, if you could just manage situations and not actually be a leader, they they're very lacking in leaders leadership. Uh, again, just shows. Oh yeah, I read read some of the uh, well, read uh, what Katarina says about this appeal, uh, about what's happened, and it just it just shows the incompetence of the whole leadership team. I think anyway. So a court of appeal decision last month found the way Queensland Police appointed prescribed officers to run disciplinary proceedings was not valid. Guardian Australia reported last week that the decision had effectively overturned 300 disciplinary sanctions imposed since 2020, including the sackings of 26 officers and matters related to domestic violence and sexual harassment. 
And last week, the police commissioner, Commissioner Katharina Carroll, told reporters, this is her words, honestly, we did not even foresee this. We were acting in good intent. So, so that's a quote from her. Honestly, I, it always, I always think when someone starts a sentence or it says, honestly, so does that, does that mean that the other things they say are being are dishonest? So every other time she doesn't say honestly, she's actually being dishonest. Because oh, I think there's a lot of times where I've heard her speak of it. She's being dishonest. So Guardian Australia can reveal legal concerns about the way police handled discipline cases were raised internally more than two years ago. That is an amazing fact. More than two years ago. And that lawyers representing police officers sounded repeated warnings about the unlawfulness of processes being used to discipline them. In January 2021, January 2021, so, you know, 10, nine, 10 months before they started the whole COVID uh, discipline rubbish, they were already seeing that they, these were issues. So several senior police officers from the Information and Discipline Support Services Unit a section of the QPS legal division, began to query and raise legal concern about arrangements put in place to enact the new discipline system, which had come into effect the previous year. So in 2020. Now, remember, Katarina, she was already the commissioner. She was the commissioner 2020, I believe. So, so you know, it's she can't go and blame this on anyone else. This is completely under her watch, I believe. So... Again, just shows I'm not going to go on too much about my opinion of her. But anyway, uh, so sources say several emergency meetings to discuss concerns about discipline processes were held in early 2021 and that the QPS sought external legal advice at the time. It is understood that these internal concerns about the process became the catalyst uh, for individual officers to be to then formally challenge their discipline referrals. So the Court of Appeal documents show the First, such challenge was made in May 2021 by an officer accused of using excessive force on two people who were handcuffed and lying on their stomachs. The allegations included claims the senior sergeant pushed a woman's face into the ground four times and then, then kicked her on the top of the head. The officer was referred to a prescribed officer at the rank of chief superintendent. But the Office of State Discipline instead allocated the case to an assistant commissioner who had the power to impose tougher sanctions. Um, the court documents show that the officer's lawyer, Kelvin Nech, wrote to the QPS on May 31, 2021, claiming the process was invalid. The QPS must now follow the laws, the law which is in force, Nech wrote. It is entirely improper and concerning conduct, and perhaps even misconduct itself. Wow. For some unknown person to arbitrarily override the law and appoint a prescribed officer. Anetch subsequently told Guardian Australia he had taken on at least 12 cases of police officers challenging the legitimacy of the discipline process and said he had written a similar letter to the QPS on every occasion. Asked when she became aware of issues, Carol, as in Commissioner Katharina Carroll, referred to the senior sergeant's case and said she was alerted to this challenge in about June 2021. <laughs> oh, these fellas, they, they never fail to disappoint, I tell you. 
So police did not respond to to subsequent questions attempting to clarify whether the commissioner was also aware of meetings and broad concerns raised internally prior to this date. Carroll said the QPS sought three pieces of legal advice in relation to the senior sergeant's matter and that it was our legal advice. Again, a quote from her. It was our legal advice that a prescribed officer is a prescribed officer regardless of who it is, but the courts found differently. The legal advice was that we should continue with the discipline process against the senior sergeant because the behaviour being so concerning. Wow. So their legal advice. So not that maybe they should take a moment and make sure everything was above board, that they weren't themselves uh you know, going down a road of misconduct. Don't let's make sure everything is squared away. Let's just continue with it. Craziness. Uh, so Guardian Australia understands via police sources, there were conflicting legal views about the validity of the QPS discipline system, that opinions differed between external lawyers asked to provide advice, civilian lawyers working in police legal services, and the legally qualified sworn officers working on discipline matters who first raised concerns. Those sources say the police justification for its action that it followed legal advice is misleading. Oh, police did not respond to questions about why they required three separate legal op- opinions. It is misleading. <laughs> Crikey. The police minister, who, the police minister, oh, I think I have even less respect for this man than I do for Katerina. The police minister, Mark Ryan, said the court decision amounted to a technical interpretation of the discipline legislation. Oh, is, that, is that his legal opinion, is it? Mark Ryan, it, it, it still amazes me that these two people have their jobs. Anyone else was overseeing, if you were out in, if you were out in the civilian section, section sector, um, you know, you, you were, and you'd overseen this many bungles as what Mark Ryan and Katerina Carroll have overseen, the plethora of mistakes that they have made, um, anyone else would have been fired. These two clowns are just allowed to just keep moving on, keep making up silly decisions, keep making silly decisions, keep putting out, keep trying to, you know, put out these these declarations, these media declarations and saying how they are pushing ahead and fixing the system. And they constantly have to fix a system that they screwed over. You know, things like the, the 500 foreign police officers that we might be getting if anyone wants to actually come and work for them. Anyway, so senior officers said the issue of concern now was not that police had lost a court case on a technicality, but that the decision exposed the failure of multiple people to appreciate the risks and consequences of ultimately losing those legal challenges. That's a wait. (laughs) Like I said, if you've got all these differing opinions, don't you think you would have everything squared away? You would make sure it's all squared away when before you just continue on and exactly what they say. No one appreciated the risks and the consequences. They just kept pushing ahead with it. Oh, 
They say the voiding of disciplinary sanctions would have been prevented had clear and valid concerns been addressed earlier by the QPS. This has happened because they were pig-headed, says one senior police officer with knowledge of internal meetings in 2021. That senior officer, congratulations for speaking the truth. Yes, they were pig-headed. They're pig-headed because they are arrogant. They're arrogance. They don't want to hear that maybe they are wrong. All they want to hear is that their way is the right way. All they want to think is that they know exactly where they are because they are bad leaders. Not just Katarina, not just Mark Ryan, but all the people they've surrounded themselves with. They only manage situations and they only want their way. Pig-headed, probably an understatement. Anyway, goes on to say they had qualified, this senior officer says they had qualified, experienced people with law degrees who know the discipline system inside out saying there was a big problem. So yeah, there was a big problem. There is a big problem. The big problem is Mark Ryan and Katerina Carroll. They are the big problem. Uh, the other big problem is Palaszczuk, our brilliant, fearless leader of a premier, will never never want to fire them. She won't want to fire. She won't want to get rid of Katerina. Katerina is the first female police commissioner in Queensland. She doesn't want to get rid of her. Uh, who knows how many more mistakes she'll be able to oversee before someone will finally pull the pin on her. And like I said, QPS has a, has a, has a it's always had a major problem because it doesn't know. It doesn't seem to understand the difference between my opinion in in leadership doesn't know how to differ between leadership and managers it just wants people who manage just people who manage situations they don't have leaders all these people all these people who are giving them advice saying hey this is not right this is not the way to go this is the wrong way to do things and yet the management like i said they don't know how to lead. They just manage. They are too pig-headed and too arrogant to see any other way other than their way. Katarina needs to go. Mark Ryan definitely needs to go. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk, please tell me you... <laughs> I'd like to believe you, you actually listened to this podcast. You need to get rid of them. They are bad news for you. I don't vote, wouldn't vote for Palaszczuk anyway, but uh, yeah, she needs to see the truth in this. Let me know what you think. I'll put a link up there for Sibley Lawyers. If you've been, if you've been affected by these disciplinary actions, these possible unlawful discipline actions, contact them. Very important. Sibley Lawyers. I'll place a link in the in the description get in contact very helpful i don't think you'll be disappointed at least it'll give you someone to talk to don't don't you know you, if you're tired like i am like i was i'm just getting pushed around gives us a way to uh fight back against the injustice that i think a lot of officers have undergone have been subjected to that's just my opinion. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope.